right, I'm back. I'll be reading from Joel Osteen Breakout. Five keys to go beyond your barriers and live an extraordinary life. We're up to, up to chapter 19. Okay, chapter 19, God is in control of the storm. Most of the time, we believe God is in control when everything is going our way. We're getting good breaks, business is up, the family is happy, the kids are making good grades. We know God is directing our steps, life is good, but having faith doesn't exempt us from difficulties. The storms of life come to every person. We get a bad medical report. A friend betrays us, business takes a downturn, and the difficult time, it's easy to thank God. Where are you? How could you let this happen to me? But the same God who is in control in the good times is just as in control in the tough times. God will not allow a storm unless he has a divine purpose for it. He never said he would prevent every difficulty, but God did promise he would use, he would use every difficulty. Here's the key, God. We'll direct the winds of the storm to blow, to blow you where he wants you to go. We see, we see storms as being negative. Oh, this is so bad. Can't believe this is happening to me. But God uses the storm to move you from point A to point B. The winds may be strong. The circumstances may look bad. But if you, but if you will stay in faith, not get bitter, not start complaining, those winds will blow you to a new level of your destiny. It may... It may have, it may have been meant for your harm, but God knows how to shift the winds. Instead of blowing you backward, he can, he can cause them to blow you forward where you will, where you will come out better, stronger. And that storm also will move you to a place of greater blessing and greater influence and greater influence. A lot of people say they have faith, but in the tough times, they fall, they fall apart. They feel like God has disappointed them. They won't be happy until the storm is over. But you have to remind yourself God is in control of that storm. Nothing happens without God's permission. If that storm was keeping you from your destiny, God would have, have never allowed it. If that person who left you or that financial difficulty or that legal situa- situation was stopping God's plan for your life, he would, he would have never permitted it. The reason God did allow it was to, was to move you one step closer to your divine destiny. Instead of using your faith to try to, instead of using your faith to try to pray, to pray away every difficulty, you should, you should use your faith to believe that when the winds stop blowing, you will be exactly where God wants you to be. The apostle Paul did just that. God promised that Paul was stamped before Caesar. Paul was doing the right thing, fulfilling his purpose. When he was arrested, they put him on a boat that was headed toward Rome. Paul told the captain and the crew, this is not a good time to sail. There's bad weather up ahead. Up ahead. Paul had inside information, but they wouldn't listen to him. The ship was in the middle of the ocean when a huge, when a huge storm arose. For, for 14 days, they didn't see the sun on the stars. It was dark. The sea was turbulent. The wind was howling. The storm was so bad. They started throwing equipment overboard. 
to keep the ship from sinking, they were sure they would be killed. Imagine what must have have been going through Paul's mind. Here he was, here he was doing the right thing, but he still ended up in the middle of this huge storm. Sometimes you face difficulties, not because you're doing something wrong, but because you're doing something right. It's just another step on the way to your divine destiny. With most storms, we can see the end. At some point, we know it's ending soon. We just have to dig in our heels and endure it. But there were some storms, like the one Paul faced, they never seen, never seen like, like they never seen like they will end. They will end. You may have problems like that. It seems like they will never be what's up. You may think that in the natural world you will never get well or never get out of debt. Paul, Paul was facing that sort of never-ending storm. The crew finally said to him, "You were right. We should have listened to you." Paul didn't say, "I told you so." Now look what you have done. You have doomed us all. Instead, he said, in effect, don't worry about it. The God I serve has given me a promise. He said that I would stand before Caesar. He would not have allowed this storm if it, if it would keep me from my destiny. When you have a promise deep down in your heart, everything in the world can come against you. The dream may look far away, but like Paul, you know this setback is not permanent. It's only temporary. It will not keep you from becoming whom God has created you to be. The wind became so strong, the waves so big, that the crew on Paul's boat could not control the ship anymore. Instead of fighting it, instead of trying to steer it where they wanted it to go, where they wanted it to go, it says in Acts chapter 27 that they took down the sails and let the wind blow the ship wherever the storm wanted it to go. Wanted it to go. Like with that crew, there comes a point when you have done everything you can. You have prayed, you have believed, you stood in faith. Now you have got to do as they did, quit fighting it. Quit trying to make it quit trying to make it happen your way. Quit trying to work it quit trying to force the force it to work out and just relinquish relinquish control. Let the storm take you where God wants you to go. God will never never take you someplace someplace where he won't su- sustain you it's a powerful attitude to relinquish control when when you quit worrying about it quit losing sleep and quit dreading it and say god i trust you i know you control these winds they can either blow me backward forward sideways up or down but one thing i'm confident in where will you take me is where i'm supposed to be when my father was 77 years old when my father was 77 years old, he had to go on dialysis. On dialysis. He was still ministering most weekends, but his health started to go downhill. He ended up in the hospital. The whole church was praying, believing that he was going to come out of it, come out of it like, he, like he had done so many times before. Unfortunately, this time he didn't make it. It could It could have looked like that that storm got the best of him, but God was still in control. That storm didn't defeat him; it promoted him. The those winds blew him into into his eternal home, into the arms of his heavenly Father. For our family, though it seemed like everything was out of control, this was one of those storms we we could not see the end of. We didn't know how it, how it would work out. The critics were saying Lakewood. Would never make it without my dad. My own thoughts were telling me 
it would never work out like would have seen its best days. God could have changed it. God had healed my mother of terminal cancer years before he is God. He could have healed my father as well. We all face situations that that don't, that don't turn out the way we had hoped. We prayed. We believed. Still, our loved ones didn't make it. Our prayers weren't answered the way we wanted on our timetable. It's easy to be negative, to go bitter, and to give up on our dreams. My father and I were best friends. I worked with him for many years. We traveled the world together. All of a sudden, he was gone. I had to do what I'm asking you to do. I said, God, I know this storm is not a surprise to you. You can't bring my dad back. I can't make it happen my way. So, God, I'm turning loose the sails, and I'm letting your wind blow me to where you want me to go. I relinquished control and came back to that place of peace. I refused to go around worrying how will it work out, what will happen next. Instead, I say, God, I trust you. I know you are in control of these winds. That storm blew me from, from behind the scenes at Lakewood to, to the position I'm in. I'm in now as leader of our church. I never dreamed I could speak in front of people. But that is where the storm took me. That this is this is what the scripture means when it says when it says what was meant for your harm, God will use to your advantage. The stormy winds may be blowing in your life today. The waves raging. Maybe you can't see the end. Why don't you take a step of faith and say, "Okay, God, I'm letting you, I'm letting you do it your way. I know you have my best interests at heart. This storm cannot take me." Will you, will you are not permitted to go. So God, I trust you. When you do that, those winds will blow you to a new level of your destiny. It may not happen overnight, but God is a faithful God. His plan for your life will not be stopped by a storm, by a bad break, by the loss of a loved one, or by an injustice. God said no weapon formed against you were possible. He said, when the enemy comes in like a flood, he will raise up a barrier. You may be in a storm. There may be pressure all around you. You could easily be worried, but know this. The battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. God is saying, if you will trust me, I will shift those winds. And instead of blowing you backward, they will thrust you forward. Today, like what George is experiencing, its greatest days of ministry. A ministry. The critics said we, we would never make it, but today Lakewood is stronger than ever. God used the winds of the storm, home, the storm that were meant to destroy us. He shifted their direction, and those winds had taken us places we never could, could have gone on our own. The same winds that tried to hold you back will be the winds God uses to thrust you forward. I read about this. I read about this executive who worked for a large home improvement company. He had been with the company for more than. 30 years and was in senior management. They had retail stores all over the country. Then the company did a corporate restructuring and its leaders decided that, that they didn't need him anymore. Here he had, here we, here we had, here we had, practically built the company from the ground up. Just when he thought he could relax and enjoy the fruit of his hard work, he had to start all over, all over. He felt betrayed, but he understood this principle. God can direct the winds of the storm. Instead of becoming bitter and sitting around all angry, he forgave those who hurt him. He let go of the job that didn't work out. 
he began to dream of new opportunities. New opportunity. He found some friends and they started another company. This new company took off and it has become one of the largest, most successful home improvement stores in all the nation. In fact, this new com- company put his old company out of business. God knows how to shift the winds that were meant to destroy you and instead use them to increase you. Quit, m- quit mourning. Quit mourning over what you lost. Let go of of whatever didn't work out. Forget those who hurt you. When you dare say, God, I trust you to make my wrongs right. Then, then those winds trying to hold you back will shift direction and push you forward. God is in complete control. If God wanted you to have that job from, from which you were laid off, you, were, you would still have it. Let it go. He has, he has something better. If God wanted that person who left you to stay, then that person would have stayed. Let it go. Let it go. If your prayers are not answered the way you want it, and on your timetable, don't be bitter, don't be discouraged. Let it go. God has something better, something greater, something bigger. In your future, the three Hebrew teenagers, S-H-A-D-R-A-C-H, M-E-S-H-A-C-H, and A-B-E-D-N-E-G-L, were facing a huge storm. They were about, they were about to be thrown into a fairy furnace because... Because they wouldn't bow down before the king's golden idol. And so they pray, God, please keep us out of this fire. This is dangerous. We could be killed. God, we are asking you to not to not let this happen. They wanted God to do it their way, but God, cho- but God chose to do it another way. Sometimes God will deliver you from the fire. Other times God will make you fireproof and take you through the fire. There are two kinds of faith. There is a delivering faith, and there is a sustaining faith. Delivering faith is when God keeps you from the fire. From the fire. God keeps you out of the adversity, but most of the time we need sustaining faith. Sustaining faith is when God takes you through the storm, through the difficulty, and the wind is blowing. You will feel with doubt, anxiety, fear, and bitterness. You have all these opportunities to get discouraged but but when you know that god is in control of the storm you won't be worried even if you even if you go through the difficulty you know god will take care of you he will make you fireproof these three teenagers had their hands and feet bound with cords and they were thrown into the fairy furnace but the only thing the fire burned off were the cords the cords that were holding them back they were they went in tied up but they walked out totally free. The God we serve knows how to burn up the limitations that are holding us back while not harming anything we need. Anything we need. It would have been a great victory to simply survive the fire. We would all celebrate that, but really it was a greater victory for God to take them through the fire and make them fireproof. The same God who kept them safe in the fairy furnace has put a hedge of a protection around you. Whether you realize it or not, you are fireproof. Don't complain about the storms. Don't be discouraged and and think, oh, this is too big. This health issue, this financial difficulty, this legal battle, this legal battle, it will be the end of me. No, no. All of, all of it, all of it. Will do, will do. 
is pulling up the limitations that are holding you back. You are coming out stronger, increased, promoted, and without, and without smelling like smoke, just like those teens. Why? Almighty God is in control of the pharmacies, in control of the wind. God is even in control of our enemies. When Moses told Pharaoh, God said, let the people go. Pharaoh said no, not once, not twice, not three times. He said no again and again and again. What's interesting is the scripture says God caused Pharaoh to say no. It wasn't even Pharaoh's choice. God caused him to refuse. Why? So God could show his power in a greater way. Sometimes God will not, will not remove the obstacle. He won't deliver you from the storm. Not because he is mean and not because he is trying to make your life miserable. He wants to sow his favor in your life in a greater way. You may be in a storm, but remember God is in, is in control. Stay in peace. Do like Daniel in the scripture. His enemies had him thrown into the lion's den with hungry lions. The king came back the next morning to check on him, fully expecting to find him torn apart. You know what? He found Daniel sound asleep. Right next to hungry lions. Daniel was worried. He wasn't taking tranquilizers and he wasn't hiding in the corner. Daniel was in peace. He knew he was lion proof. He knew the storm could not could not take him where God could not keep him. Maybe you feel like you are in the lion's den or maybe a fairy furnace. You could easily you could easily live, live. All all, all stressed out and worried. God is saying. Come back to that place of peace. He has you in the palm of his hand. As long as you are being your best, honoring him. The filthy winds may come, but he will shift the winds in your direction. Instead of defeating you, they will promote you. What is now your test will become your testimony. This lady I know received a bad medical report. The doctors found what they thought was cancer. We prayed and believed that the report would, would come back negative, but a few weeks later they found out indeed. It was cancer. It was cancer. She's been coming to Lakewood Church a long time. She knows she is not a victim. She is a victor. She understands that God is in control of the storm. She didn't get bitter. Her attitude was, God, I prayed. I have believed. I have done my part. Now, God, I'm going to trust you. I believe these winds will blow me to where you want me to go. For one year, she took chemotherapy. Now, she has been cancer-free for more than six years. She is, she is one of Lakewood's prayer partners. She prays for others, and she goes back to that hospital and volunteers encouraging others facing cancer. It's great for God. It's great for God to deliver us from the fire. That's always our prayer. But even if it doesn't happen that way, God will, God will still take care of you. Stay in faith. That just means you will have a greater testimony. You will see God's favor in a new way. I love the fact that this woman who survived cancer is now hel- is is now is now helping people overcome in that same area. Your test will become your testimony where you can tell people, Hey look, God did it for me, He can do it for you. The apostle Paulship hit hit a big sample and broke apart he and the others on board swam over to a small island called M-A-L-T-A. That was not where Paul had planned on going. He could have thought, God, you said I would stand before Caesar. What happened? Your plan didn't work out, but that storm didn't stop God's plan. It was a part of God's plan. On that small island, the father of the tribal chief was extremely sick, 
Paul prayed for him, and he was healed. They, they brought others one by one to Paul. He prayed, and God healed. Paul shared his faith, and the whole, and the whole island came to know the Lord. What happened? God used the winds of that storm to blow Paul to people in need. Had it not been for the storm, for the storm, the chief's father could have died. The people of MALTA never would have heard the good news. The storm you experience may be meant for your harm, but God knows how to direct the winds. He will not. He will. He will. He will not. He will not only protect you, but also take you to a place where you can be a blessing to others in need. On the way, on the way out of your storm, don't be surprised if you have interruptions, inconveniences, and other setbacks you hadn't planned on. God ordained them so you can be a blessing. Don't just look for your miracle. Become somebody's miracle. When you reach out to others in need, when you lift the fallen, when you encourage those who are down, when you befriend the lonely, your own breakthrough will come. The scripture says, the scripture says, pray one, pray, pray one for another so that you may be healed. One of the tests you have to pass is being good to others in the midst of your storm. I have heard the saying, when everything comes against you, remember that, air, that airplanes take off against the wind, not with the wind. Those winds were never meant to push you down. They were meant to lift you to a higher level of your destiny. When an eagle faces a storm, he doesn't try to fight his way through the wind, through the rain, frustrated, struggling, putting putting forth all this effort. He simply stretches out his wings, and he lets the strong winds lift him higher and higher. Finally, he rises above the storm where it's as calm and peaceful as can be. Maybe you were worried about a medical report, a child, or, or a challenge at work, and you can't sleep at night because of, because of anxiety and fear. When the winds are blowing and things come against you, it's easy to get frustrated and start fighting and trying to change what you, what you were never meant to change. Be an eagle instead. Put your trust in God. I've done everything I can. Now I'm going to quit struggling. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to make to make it happen my my way. God, I'm trusting you. When you come back to that place of peace, knowing that God is in control of the storm, then, then those winds meant to push you down will end up lifting you higher and higher. You may be in a difficulty right now. God, God didn't deliver you on the fire like he did the Hebrew teenagers. But let me encourage you, God has made you fireproof. You will you will come out of that fire promoted, increased, and better without the smell of smoke. What is your test now will soon become your testimony. Shake off the discouragement, shake off the self-pity, and get ready for God to do something new. Those winds blowing against you are all about to shift direction, they they will thrust you forward into the fullness of your destiny. That's the end of chapter nineteen. Now we're now we're in the last part of the book. The last part, part five. Don't settle for good enough. Don't settle for good enough. Okay, that's all for now. Bye bye.